I'm signing seven laws that protect Second Amendment rights in the Lone Star State. These weapons were purchased legally in the state of uh, Texas. He purchased two guns on his 18th birthday. The shooter, quote, had no problem legally purchasing the assault-style rifles used in the massacre. My approach is to have multiple options. They are 15. The Texas rampage comes just 10 days after another shooting massacre at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York. Another mass shooting in America over the weekend, this time at a church in California. So when people say I won't support guns, they're dead wrong. Boom! A shooting happened in downtown Milwaukee and left 17 people hurt. A deadly Sacramento shooting left six dead. 13 people are wounded. A shooting at a car show in Arkansas. In the space of just 16 hours on Sunday, there were at least three mass shootings. Twin mass shootings. And mass shootings here in this country, 212 this year. We don't have a gun control problem. So one out of every 10th mass shooting in this country happened in Texas. Texas is now a Second Amendment sanctuary state. No. It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. Well, we took her daddy's bullets and we headed for the Hollywood freeway. But we hit a lot of traffic and got stuck in a two-hour delay. So we pulled out our pistols and we dealt with the traffic in new way. Ninety-five point three, ninety-six point nine, and no, not 103.9. Yeah, they were a little uh, slow to the uptake there, but they got the message to me. There is no 103.9. They finally let me know, and uh, I can guess that maybe one of the fuses blew at the uh, tower. I don't know. But it is (laughs) 95.3, And as always, 1470 WWNN, despite... What direction this station will now take after being sold about 300 times in the last several weeks. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the Brit Summer Show broadcasting live from the gun slaughter capital of the world. You know what turns Republicans on the most? You know what gives them a throbbing, hard woody? It's not porn. It's not uh, sex at all. It's not molesting underage children. Or or protecting those who do. Like those good Christian Baptists. Yeah! They've accepted Jesus into their heart. And they've accepted kids into their pants. Now, it's not any of those things. You know what really gets them hard? A pile of blood-oozing meat and brain particles that used to be little children. Nothing makes them more excited. Nothing, nothing excites their bloodlust more than the slaughter 
of someone else's kids. And that is why they fight against any kind of sensible gun laws. Anger for that? They're going to take my guns? They said that right after Sandy Hook. For that? They're going to take my gun? They ought to take your gun and your pick em up truck. That you know, the, the, the heaviest thing you haul in it is a six-pack of beer. Or, or maybe a bag of groceries. If you spend $35,000, $40,000 on a pickup truck that's raised up to the moon that you need a ladder to get in. And what do you do with it? Besides make a little statement. That's a very expensive statement they make. But that's what they said after Sandy Hook. For that? They're going to take my gun. Yeah, for that. For that. They should take your gun and your pick em up trucks and, and shove them sideways up your pasty white ass. Because they got away with saying that because they didn't show the kids at Sandy Hook. They never showed what happened to the kids at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. They never showed the kids at any, uh, uh, and never mind the kids, the Las Vegas shooting, the Walmart shooting, Tops in Buffalo, all of the other high school and elementary school shootings, that they never show the result of what an automatic rifle can do. It just, it just doesn't shoot you like a cartoon or a 1940s or 50s movie where there's never any blood after somebody's shot. No, it doesn't do that. What it does is it explodes their, their little bodies. So what you have is a lump of chunks of meat. And no, they couldn't release the... Fa- now, I talked about this years ago, I mean, after the Sandy Hook on the show, that they should release the pictures. They did it in Vietnam, and it was very effective. When, and, and oh, boy, the, the administration back, the Nixon administration, they were upset about that. But it was shown on all three networks, the young people getting killed and torn to shreds in Vietnam. When they started showing that on national television... People took a stand. But they never show, and, and not, not that I'd like to see it. Not that it's something that, I mean, it's hard to say because it's not, nothing that you'd want anybody to see and that's understandable. Not to mention the fact that, you know, the pundits, they've been talking about this and the first time I really agree with them. Uh, they're discussing, should we show the video? Yes, yes. But there's a legal ramalama ding dongs involved, and that being, uh, the the parents of these children would have to sign a release, uh, and I'm certain, uh, you know, to prevent if it could prevent other kids from getting killed, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. Uh, outside of that, how would you like, how would you like to see your kids splattered all over a wall, on television, and there's. Good arguments on both sides of this, for and against. Uh, I mean, I'm for and against. I mean, I'm against seeing... Well, you know something when you think about it? The the press here, the media here, has no problem showing uh, the death of children uh, when it comes to foreign countries. Not just Vietnam. I mean, whenever there's a... I mean, (laughs) you can go back to Aleppo... Uh, just recent stuff, uh, Ukraine, no problem. Show- they, they have no problem showing, uh, it, heart re- heart-wrenching as it is, they show children dead in these uh, public uh, humanitarian stations that the uh, Russians are bombing. They, they'll show you the dead bodies of the children, uh, but that's another country. So I guess, I don't know, by their logic, that's okay, but nothing here. And I have to give kudos to uh, Lawrence O'Donnell, who <laughs> he said this pretty much the sensationalized media coverage of massacres, of mass shootings, began in 1966 with the Bell Tower uh, killer, where he, uh, this guy, he killed his wife, he killed his kid, and went up to this Bell Tower in Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In Texas. Don't mess with Texas, boy. We're busy messing with ourselves. Uh, and then uh, well, they skipped over one. I mean, they always jump to Columbine. But uh, for some reason, they always miss the San Isidro 
massacre at the McDonald's in 1984. It's just like a completely was wiped from anybody's memory. And that, that was the first massacre of children. It was a, I think it was a Saturday morning. And there's kids in this McDonald's. And, and this guy came in and just uh, shot them all. And, and then I recall uh, they didn't show the carnage back in 1984 either. And I'm certain it was out of respect for the families and the parents and the loved ones. Now I think it's just about lawsuits. I mean, uh, <clears throat> according to reports, and they match up with the, the reports uh, after Parkland, that there's nothing left of them that, that, that's recognizable in human, in human form. And this terrorist, who, who Fox News is probably, you know, just gushing over, uh, he shot all of them, in, or tried to shoot all of them in the face. Everybody got it in the face and in the head. I mean, it, I mean, it's understandable why they don't want to do it. But it, the time has come when they have to. The time has come where you should see the aftermath. Because it needs an impact. It needs more of an impact than uh, you know, 24-hour coverage sprinkled in between with Johnny Depp. What the hell? Johnny Depp? Who cares? I remember Johnny Depp when he was on a Neil Rogers show on Zeta 4 and he was living out of his car and he had some uh, funky rock band down here. He was living in Miramar. Well, but Johnny Depp, we have mass killings. We have little children dying. We have bloodshed in Ukraine. We have all kinds of problems here. We have homegrown terrorism. We have the J6. We have all of these things. All of these things. All these things. But what's that got to do with Johnny Depp, media? Does that even belong? And you know where it belongs on TMZ and Entertainment Tonight. It doesn't belong on Real News, and that's the problem with this country today. We ain't got no real news. That'd be a good uh, parody. We ain't got no journalism. Da 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 da. da. We ain't got none. No. Although, that's not to say we don't have journalists out there who don't try to be journalists. Whether or not their stories get aired or wind up in print, that's up to the editorial board now, is it not? And in most cases, ultimately, it's up to the corporate ownership of whatever press that is. With that said, there are journalists out there trying to do their job. And there's a journalist uh, who's an independent journalist. I guess he does stories and sells them to different outlets. His name is Billy Nesson. And I think he's out of California because he's got a kind of California accent, you know. And on a news program called uh, Democracy Now!, which uh, I'm one of the 10 people that watch, Amy Goodman was interviewing him as he was broadcasting from Ukraine while under attack. Now, I noticed he wasn't the only one. Uh, there's been some reports by Richard Ingle when there was some action going on in the front lines that he's been reporting. And, and then there's uh, the British guy that CNN has. But this is something that you didn't see on the National Cable News Network. <laughs> We're not seeing, obviously, a lot of what's going on. Um, I there have been foreign fighters here, but I think a lot of them are, well, from what I hear from Ukrainians, not very effective ones. Um, there are probably some, you know, it's mostly not special for ex special forces. Billy? Yeah. Billy, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Just right next door to us. My God. That landed right here. Billy, your helmet. Yeah, I'm inside now. Whoa. Tell us what's happening. Just describe it to us, even though we don't have an image. I can hear you. Explosion right next door. We don't have a video. No, we don't have video right now. No, explosion, the smoke all up and down. It, it hit, the shell hit right next to this building. 
Yeah, that's journalism. But as the editorial board and the editorial chiefs of CNN would say, what's that got to do with Johnny Depp? But getting back to the airing of the aftermath footage, which they have videos of this, and in fact, they interviewed the mortician that had the uh, horrifying responsibility of identifying these children through DNA because they were beyond recognition. This is what the, the Republicans, they like that these children are killed beyond human recognition. And it's not like I'm saying, yeah, yeah, put that on, let's watch it on TV. There's a very important reason why it should be on there. I mean, if nothing else, if there's no other deterrence to this, and you know what the Republicans are going to say, and I'm saying Republicans because it's all of them, all of them. They're going to say it was a, uh, a staging. Uh, they're dummies. Uh, they're, they're, it's, they used uh, Hollywood-style uh, stage effects. Uh, but here's what you do. You keep showing it. You saturate the airwaves with it. You saturate print with it. And you keep showing it. Until all that's left on, with the Republicans will be that smug little smile like, I know I'm lying. I know I'm wrong. But I want my gun. I want my penis extension. And if I use a Southern accent when I make fun of Republicans, there's a reason for that. Because uh, if, you rent, if you really want to sound stupid, if you really want to sound dumb, use a Southern accent. I ain't a going to take my guns. Southern rednecks. I knocked up my old lady, and that makes me smart. See? I'm proud. I'm going to pop a beer with my buddies at the bar tonight. These are the morons that, uh, through gerrymandering and, and mass media manipulation, these are the morons who are really just changing the face of this country to authoritarian, Nazi-like leadership. That's what they want. And that's what, kind of like what we got in Florida with this DeSantis guy. We got coming up this uh, midterm election, if you're going to go to the polls, which I hope everybody does, but then again, you're going to be met by the DeSantis Anti-Voting Army, which he paid $5 million for to enlist every thug, every ex-felon, ex-murderer, anybody who's on the street that he could get uh, hire with his $5 million funding. Uh, they're part of his anti-voting army, and they will be armed, and they're going to meet uh, voters at the uh, precincts, which is more important than ever for you to properly mail in your ballot we still have it here they haven't gotten rid of mail-in ballots yet so let's take advantage of that and play it safe stay home stay away from the DeSantis I mean you know something I miss uh, voting uh, at the polls I, I used to really enjoy going there on election day but uh, no 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 I'm mailing it in kind of like this show <laughs> and I will be uh, somehow <laughs> I guess I have to remember, this is, I'm in the Democratic Party where you have to get up. I have to get up. I have to get up. Uh, I will be doing uh, public service announcements on how to properly mail your vote in. And one thing I could tell you right now is, and not many people know this, it's easy to make the mistake. One of the new rules about mail-in voting is that you should sign it. When you close the flap, you have to sign it. Don't sign it before you close the flap. Because it's designed expressly to cover your part of your signature. And if any part of your signature is covered, uh, your vote will be discarded. Now, how many people know that? That's why it's important for me to get this out. Uh, and I will be. Uh, hopefully, and with enough time before the election. But yeah, they, they should show the, the pictures, the videos. And uh, you may think that I'm, I'm painting with a broad brush. I'm... I'm generalizing and genitalizing it because Republicans will say, we're not all like that. What, what, what do you mean? That's not, that's not fair of you to lump everybody into one thing. Yeah, it is fair. And that's what you do because that's who you elect. That's who you vote for, which is a reflection of your ideals and how much you obey uh, watching your talk show hosts. You must obey the talk show hosts. Obey what they say. And the blood of these children are on your hands because you keep putting back these do-nothing Republicans 
uh, senators specifically. And by the way, uh, (laughs) there's a a little special meeting, an emergency meeting taking place in Congress to repackage the gun laws that have been sitting there for two years. One in particular, H.R. 8 was passed by the Congress, a bipartisan vote. So uh, all the uh, DLC Democrats will be happy. We had a fine common ground. Well, they did with the H.R. 8, and it passed Congress. Never got introduced into the Senate. It was blocked. So what are they going to do? They're going to repackage it. I don't know if it's still going to be called H.R. 8, and they're going to put it back through to the Senate. But they can't. You know why? Where's the Senate right now? Yeah, they're on vacation, guys and girls. They're, they're having a great time. They're out there surfing, barbecuing, and uh, nothing's going on. What's a few dead kids? We have mass shootings every day just about, so why bother? Let's minimize it. Let's go on vacation. Yeah! Except for Chuck Schulman. He, when he goes on vacation, he goes to Junior's and has his cheesecake. But if that bill passes and it ever gets to the floor for the Senate to vote on it, it will be defeated because uh, we're outnumbered. We're outnumbered, they say, 50-50. We're outnumbered 52 to 48. And here's what the Democratic Party does that I don't understand. If they put a bill, through, for example, Build Back Better, it failed. Okay, if you want to build back better, put it back better. Keep putting it back. Reintroduce it. Put it back on the floor. Keep it going. You know why? Because that's what they do. Conversely, we give up. If we put a bill through to the Senate and it fails, okay, let's go home. It was the same story for the the John Lewis Act, the uh, Freedom to Vote Act. They both died in the Senate. And then what did they do? Uh, let's just go home. Instead of putting it back and putting it back right up their ass, over and over and over again. You have to keep putting it through and putting it. How many times have they voted uh, against uh, ACA? It was 80 times? We put a bill through once it fails and then we all go home. That's what I don't understand about the Democratic Party. Somebody please explain that mentality to me. Now let's say H.R. 8 gets to be voted on by the Senate. And it fails. Then you put it back through. But not the Democrats. No, they'll just go home. Oh, it failed. Oh, we tried. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What is it with us? You put it back through and back through and over and over and over and over again until they just can't stand it anymore. Because that's what they do. You want to level the playing field? Level the playing field. That's what they do. They are relentless. We're not. We go home. So this time, if it gets voted down, put it back through. Hundreds of times. 80 times. Like the ACA with them. We give up, man. We, we, we just... <laughs> you know, I'm seeing like uh, Democratic leaders like Ruben Gallego and uh, Chris Murphy and I don't know, there's a couple others that have spoke up and rose to their feet against these blood-loving Republicans uh, that that like to eat babies. (laughs) You know, it's like that Goebbels thing. Uh, Accuse your opponents of what you're doing. And that's what they did. What did they say? Liberal, uh, what was it, Hillary eats babies? They don't eat the babies. They just splatter them all over the wall. That's what Republicans do. Yes, that's what Republicans do. Well, you can't categorize it. Yes, I can. You're all guilty of it. Every Republican who votes for a Republican is a murderous thug. Dead children don't bother you in the least at all. If you saw a pile of dead children, uh, 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 Republicans, you would just uh, step uh, lightly over them. You know, like uh, Ted Cruz would do. And then head down to Cancun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing. I'm, I'm painting. I'm, I'm throwing them all in a big bucket. Because that's what they keep putting in office. And they keep 
re-electing him and re-electing him and re-electing him and keeping him in office with no regard for human life, with no value for human life, no respect for human life, especially when it's a child in school. Otherwise, otherwise, you want to make me wrong? Put back the gun restrictions, at least the ones we had. Put them back in place. Make the guns harder to get. So you don't get them online, so you can't get them out of somebody's trunk at a gun show. That's the simple answer. That's the answer. Not the mental decline or the moral decline of the society or any. No, it's gun laws. And if you don't, you're just as guilty as the terrorist that walked into that school. Because you're the ones that put the gun in his hand. And you got the, uh, the, the, the talking point. The talking point that came out the very next morning. That they were all parroting all over the media. Every Republican was saying that, even at that NRA thing, which should have been canceled, but they're, they're not human, so what, what would they care? Well, this country has a uh, mental problem. We have to take care of this mental problem, and the, the problem we have with uh, killings in this country is we have a mental problem. And you know, they're right. The Republicans are right. This country does have a mental problem. And that mental problem is the Republican Party. Now, we closed down most of our federally funded uh, sanitariums <laughs> for good reason. Because of the abuse and the mistreatment and uh, uh, <laughs> misappropriate stolen money. Uh, but they should be reopened just, just for Republicans, just to save this society. Because what they need, they need a good lobotomy. They not just a lobotomy. They need uh, electroshock therapy. Do you think this country has a mental problem? Ah, sure as hell do. We have a mental... Still think this country has a mental problem? I have a lot There's no reason we could put gun restrictions back on the books. No reason at all. And you got this this Texas governor, Abbott, who got into office again with a pity vote. Now, I don't personally know what he said on his campaign. But I hope he didn't do like that punk in uh, North Carolina did, masquerade as a wounded vet. You know how that idiot lost his legs? You know, that, here's the story. He was jogging along, <laughs> jogging down the road, and an oak tree fell on top of him. Now, now <laughs> call me skeptical. <laughs> it's kind of really hard to believe. Uh, an oak tree just fell, boom, just fell down. And he's jogging. So it's not like he couldn't run out of the way of it. No. The oak, <laughs> the oak tree fell down, go boom. <laughs> now, a man in his position <laughs> it could easily expunge a drunk driving incident. And it seems to me, and I don't know, I'm not saying this is what it was, but it just seems to me. I got this gut feeling. <laughs> That he wrapped a car around an oak tree. That kind of makes more sense than he's just strutting along and an oak tree falls on top of him. That's just, I can't, I just, I got too much logic. I got too much rationale in my head to actually accept that. Wait a minute, hold on. Let's see if I can pull this off. I'm about to do a parody right before your very eye eye eyes i'm gonna do it raw ad lib <laughs> i just can't resist i'm inspired he was walking along minding his own business when out the corner of his eye crash bam alakazam an oak tree fell on abbott's ass one more time he was walking along jogging along minding his own business when uh, out from the sky, crash, bam, alakazam, an oak tree fell on Greg Abbott's ass. 
Nobody bothered to yell timber. Look out for fallen trees. And with a big crack, it fell down on his back. It leveled him flat. And how about that? That was it. And now he sits on a wheelchair. He was driving along, my version, minding his own business, and wrapped his car around a tree. Crash! Bam! Alakazam! That sounds more reasonable to me. I don't get, I don't understand Texas. I mean, how many crises do you have to go through before it gets through your head that this guy is a disaster? Beto's running. You got another crack out of Texas. Hey! Nobody bothered to yell, Timber, look out for fallen trees. And with a big crack, it fell down on his back and leveled him flat. Hey, how about that? That was it. Now on a wheelchair he sits. He was just jogging along, minding his own business. When out from the sky, I, I crash, bam, Alakazam. Do you believe that story? Sorry, I can't. I'm sorry, but I don't buy I, I, it crash. Bam! And you know something? Nobody likes Greg Abbott because he's a giant douchebag. Hey! I did it! <coughs> it's been a long time <coughs> since I sang. Kind of miss it, but I also miss getting paid for it, too. And let's say it is true that an oak tree fell on his ass. Uh, I, I would have to say that God missed. It didn't fall hard enough. Because him and he passed proudly last year. He, he got rid of seven restrictions of guns. And one of them being permitless carry. Which uh, we came real close to getting it here. But the uh, bill died in a judicial committee. Thankfully. But you know what the Republicans will do? They'll just uh, rewrite it and keep putting it through and keep putting it through and putting it through. And uh, eventually, we'll reach the depths of Texas. I was your average Jewish guy Until the day I met with my rabbi He showed me a tradition that's a very Jewish thing Tie part of your body up with a leather string With a leather string Boy, I'm tying up to filling all around my balls If you do it right, it don't hurt at all I'm tying up to filling all around my balls Come on, don't be a putz, grab a hold of your nuts and be a professional heap by tying some to filling up around, around your balls. When you're alone, give it a try. But if your voice gets too high, then it's too tight. A Jew will get renewal with a mirror between his knees And tying something filling up around, around his balls Tight to filling up around my balls Tight to filling up around my balls Yeah, hey, I went long there, didn't I? Well, I had a lot to say, and I still do And I'm going to have a lot more to say next week which uh, I'll be on the air again. Yeah, the show's safe. At least for the time being. And, and, I'll share this with the audience. There's talk of it going live. Uh, probably on Thursday nights. Uh, I, I don't know. Here's my problem with it. <laughs> it's far away. And I got a lease. So, I got a, maybe uh, once a month, I don't know. But uh, it's a possibility uh, with phones and everything. So stay tuned for more information on that as it transpires or perspires, what have you. But the uh, the new management of this station, uh, at least they seem to have both toes on the ground as opposed to whatever that was that blew through here a couple of weeks ago. As for any new formats coming forward, don't know. Uh, 
have no idea. But for the time being, my show will be on WWNN and uh, like that. So we'll just play it by rear. So everybody on the ground, I'll see you here next week on, and again, (laughs) 95.3, 96.9, 1470, WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. part for democracy be a volunteer driver for rideshare to vote rideshare to vote is looking for volunteer frontline drivers you'll be trained in all aspects of voter rides basic voting laws special covid19 precautions and the use of our phone app to find out more download the rideshare to vote mobile app or call 888-977-2250 for more information that's one word rideshare numeral two vote.com you found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summer Show. Okay, let's have a little fun this week. Uh, everything's been such a bummer. And you may think it's three dog nights. Mama told me not to come, but it ain't. And it's, you know, this song was written by Randy Newman. This was actually the original version that came out four years before Three Dog Night. And I'll tell you who it is on the other end. Want some whiskey real water? Or sugar in your tea? What are these crazy questions they're asking me? I don't know. This is the wildest party there ever could be. Don't turn on the lights, cause I don't want to see. Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to come. Mama said, that ain't no way to have fun, uh-uh. Open up the windows, let some air to this room. I think I'm almost choking on the smell of stale perfume. And that cigarette you're smoking, it's about to scare me half to death. Open up the window, let me catch my breath. Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to come. They actually did it first. And not as good, I might add. I think the Three Dog Night version was much more polished. Sick and tired as I am of hearing it because it went on top 40 power rotation. You heard it like every two seconds. But yeah, what you just heard, that is the original version of Mama Told Me Not to Come on the Brit Summer Show. Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, Radio Pubic. Uh, none of that ever changes. No, that's always here. And as I said before the, the bottom, that, uh, yeah, uh, there's talk. I'm, I'm in talks. 
uh, with uh, certain individuals regarding doing a um, maybe a Thursday night show at 7. Might do a pilot this month. It's really up to me whether or not I want to because it's really far away from where I live. I might do it. I don't know. I got I to gotta stoke myself for it. And I also got to stoke my gas tank. Um, everybody who's been so great in uh, helping me out with the show, I thank you from the bottom of, uh, as Jack Haley would say, from the bottom of my heart. And of course, I wish to acknowledge the underwriter and venerable sponsor of this program, Ernie. We thank you. Can't go another week without Ernie. Ernie helps me get through. Not to keep harping on the Uvalde shooting, um, but I mean, it's kind of hard. I, I, I'm glad that the press is still on it and they're not using their usual two-week cycle. They have to stay on it. And, and, but not just as other news. Uh, I, I was lucky to see something was happening in Ukraine today. Uh, they're starting to... Okay, listen. It is an extremely important story to report on. It should lead the news. It can, but not all of it. There's other news. And uh, starting to break down and do other news. And <clears throat> I'm, I'm hoping for the day that uh, I, I turn on any of the news channels and I don't look at Johnny Depp. Oh, God. Johnny Depp. I don't care. I don't care about Johnny Depp. And I never heard of Amber Heard. From what I heard, left a big turd. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, it should be over. That should be the end of the story, okay? What else can you say? God, they treat us like morons. Uh, oh. But uh, throughout all of this, and, and here's something that, listening to my show all these years, and to my material that I did for Neil, you know I am not... In any way, shape, or form, a sports fan. No. And, and I haven't been since. I used to like, uh, listen, uh, you may not know this, but up until 1994, I actually liked sports. I, you know, passing interest. I would watch a game here or there. And that was about it. I mean, I wasn't totally a sport hole. I, I would, you know, enjoy a sports game now and then. But then the baseball strike happened in 1994, where the players struck. In other words, the agreement made for that strike was that if they look at a baseball, they make a million dollars. And that's when I said, no, no. The only one who made that, you know something? Jackie Robinson never made that kind of money. Mickey Mantle, Hank Aaron, or maybe Hank Aaron got close. But all the great, great baseball players, they never made millions just by stepping onto a field. DiMaggio did. He was the first one to But that was after he was established. They're talking about rookies that just got out of the cab, uh, out of the Uber car. Here's a million dollars. And that's when I said, I, I'm not giving them my money. They're going to be throwing it around like that. And I never paid attention since. And just my luck... <laughs> Neil's show happened to have been on an all-sports radio station, so I had to pay attention again. <clears throat> and the Panthers were just starting out. Uh, all that. Um, the reason I bring that up is because the topic of sports has always been at the butt, and I do mean butt, the ass end of all of my comedy, a lot of my comedy bits. And I never heard of this coach. coach. You know, they don't say, that's the other thing I did bits about. Sport holes don't say coach. They go, Coach. <laughs> Some kind of weird cultish thing. It's not coach, it's coach. Well, there's this guy <clears throat> who I never heard of till now, Steve Kerr, who's a coach of the Golden State Warriors. And, and you know something? What a guy. I mean, it, it, finally, there's a, there's a sports figure that doesn't go before the microphone and talk in monotone nonsense. I think we had a fine game. I think we gave 110%, and I think the other team gave 100%. And I'm glad we got to play against our opponent and we'll meet him again. We come back into town and give 110%. That's what they usually sound like. And once more, I'll take it a step further. When I've said this on the show many times, I'm going to say it again. What really 
put the kibosh on sports with me was when I was working at WQAM. And on Tuesday, 9-11, 2001, 9.30 in the morning, they had the sports team on, uh, the sports morning crew, which they could never come up with a a good title for the morning show. It was before Mo Howard and David got involved. I think it was uh, Defoe, Geldy, and uh, Joe Rose. We, we, we. All together, all in one room. In a room that, by the way, had three overhead television monitors. And on the morning of 9-11, 2001, <laughs> they saw what was going on. They saw the plane go into the buildings. They saw the buildings on fire, the people dying, the buildings coming down. And what were they talking about as they were watching it? What were they talking about on the air? They were talking about the Miami Hurricanes. Hey, how about them Canes, huh? They had some season. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, what? Neil was blowing his top. Uh, Duff Lindsay, the program director, ran in there and said, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, what are you guys doing? Don't you see what's going on? And here was the answer that he got. And I'm not sure which one of the three gave it to him, but the answer was, well, what do you want us to say about it? Yeah, okay. Now you know what really turned me off entirely to sports after that. And I trashed it ever since. Sport holes. Not this guy. This guy is an intelligent man. And he had something to say. And I rose and I applauded him for it. And he had to say this. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight, but I want every person here, every person listening to this to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister, brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know, come on Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. You realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check. 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. Pathetic. I've had enough. Oh, yes. Coach Steve Kerr, who uh, I don't know if he's any relation to Graham Kerr or to the uh, company that makes Kerr Mason jars, but uh, great guy. And and you know, you you show me more men like him. You show me more sports figures like him. <laughs> I'll start watching sports again.
This man has a brain. And, not, and on top of the brain, he has courage. And he's not going to take any crap anymore. And I rise in respect to Steve Kerr. And if he was on the show right now, I'd ask him if he's any relation to Graham Kerr. Hello, I'm Graham Kerr. We've all marveled about the lasting power of porn video actors. Uh, of course, it's not humanly possible to keep shooting like that. They use movie magic with the help of compressed air through a tube. Today, I'll show you how to solve the mystery of creamsicle spooge. We'll start with a cup of corn syrup and, uh... Equal amounts of confectionery sugar for coloring. And we just simply throw it into the blender. Then, oh, I always like to stick my balls inside the blender. Oh, yes! Oh, oh it's always an authentic aroma. Excellence in Broadcasting. Great Summers. G is for the ghastly things it can do. U is for ugly rednecks who own more than two. N is for the NRA that wants your friends to die today. S is for the sedentary, pasty inbreds buying any guns. That phallic symbol pleases you. Guns supplement your teeny mushroom. Use your gun today to kill some kids for the NRA. Guns were made for schmucks like you. G is for the gory things you can do. U is undereducated inbred goons. N is for the NRA that spelled sideways says USA. Z, easy to get more of all the death that you adore. Guns, kill anyone who bothers you. Guns will make your meaning feel so huge. My gun here, take it When you clean it, please don't break it Guns were made to kill me too Guns are made for schmucks like you Guns were made to kill me and you Yeah, you're listening to the second half of the Brit Summer Show. And uh, I, I, I'm sorry, I just can't get past this Greg Abbott thing. Because you just accept it. You see the guy in a wheelchair, oh, something bad happened to him. Well, <laughs> a, a tree fell on top of him. Okay. Mm. So you have to wonder, was he jogging in a hurricane? Was he jogging in a tornado? I mean, how does that happen? Uh, it, it's, it's like a cartoon. Why a tree? I mean, why not a grand piano? Why not a school bus fell on top of him? Um, <laughs> a giant anvil with Acme written on it fell on top of him. I just, I find it unacceptable. And I realize, of course, that he sued the county, or the town, for $7 million. He won $7 million for the tree that fell on top of him. You gotta wonder. <laughs> I mean, because I jog. I mean, I, I kind of walk jog. But I go for my two-mile walk jogs. And, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of like aware of what's going on around me. Not where I live. The trees aren't a concern. Cars are. 
so I have to have eyes in the back of my ass uh, for so I don't get killed, so I don't get run over. At least I'm, I'm conscious of it. But if you see a tree falling down, <laughs> well, you got to figure he's <laughs> he's dumb enough to run under a falling tree. And he, or let's say he's too stupid to know to run away from a falling tree. And, and you may think that what I did earlier in the show was uh, a mean thing. I was being mean. Greg Abbott's one of the meanest son of a bitches who ever crawled out of a rock. Just like his uh, doppelganger, uh, DeSantis. That miserable douche. More on that next week. I, I got some news that I'm going to share with you. You may have heard it, but I want to share with, share it with you anyway. And now, now, uh, Texas wants to pass a law. Well, they're such morons. They're so stupid. But you see, they got the media, so uh, thoughts are in their control. And then they're going like, uh, well, if you arm all the students, and if you arm all the teachers, and if you arm all the squirrels outside, and if you, if you arm all the... Uh, Cats and dogs running around. If you arm everybody and uh, triple the sales in guns, uh, yeah, then, then uh, everybody will die. It's a brilliant, uh, oh, what was it, Ted Cruz? There should be no doors in school, according to uh, Rafael uh, Cruz. But yeah, that's coming down to, <laughs> I'm telling you, Texas, I'm warning you. Uh, <laughs> look where I'm talking from, Florida. We got our own set of problems, but you've got a really good candidate running there, Beto O'Rourke. You could have had him, but you got the weird beard instead. I don't know why you... What's wrong? Well, the answer is media. Gerrymandering? Yeah, but it's the media. Farmer Jones out there in a sparsely populated part of uh, Texas, uh, in a town like, that's like Black Rock, where there's six people living there, all they hear is Hannity. So what do you expect? A rural Texas school district has made a decision the first of its kind. Teachers are now permitted to carry guns. Teachers got a gun. Teachers got a gun. Don't make me have you shot. Better be a smart one. I am pretty wisdomous. Don't let a catch you texting someone. The kid's not exactly an honor roll student. You might put a hole through. Let's go shoot something. Let her pack a 22. You see, if teacher pulls the trigger, you're the only one to play. I thought you were going to help me with my homework. And if you try to threaten someone, oh, your homework ain't done. Teacher might just blow you away. Your son gave his teacher the bird. <laughs> You've been listening to the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, Radio Pubic, and a whole bunch of other platforms that I'm not even aware of. Oh, you know, I completely forgot. Uh, I completely forgot to mention Ray Liotta. I mean, what hasn't been said about Ray Liotta? I mean, I used to make fun of him all the time. Because he played a Long Island mob guy who talked like this. <laughs> I always wanted to be a gangster. And of course, there's this. They don't have things organized, Karen. I've got things organized. Yeah, Ray Liotta. He died? Yeah, and, and just when he got organized. So thanks for tolerating my uh, diatribes this week. I'll have more for you. <laughs> Brand new diatribes uh, next week. And this show will be here... Uh, as far as the radio end of it, I think it will be too. So thanks for tuning in, and until next time, this is Brit Summer saying, the only kind of children that Republicans love are the dead ones. The following is a paid public service announcement from the International Rifle Association. Let's face it, most of us will never be rich. Hell, we probably won't even be successful, and that's pretty damn depressing. But... As usual, with every problem, there is a solution. Hi, I'm Jim, and I'm here to tell you a little something about handguns. They scare the out of people and intimidate them into giving you whatever you want. That's right, handguns. Think about it. Need some cash? Rob a bank. Don't have enough money for beer? Pull up a convenience store. Take some chips and pretzels while you're at it. It's all free if you've got a handgun. Some son of a bitch cheating on your girlfriend? Kill him. 
It's a simple solution to life's complex problems. All you have to do is wait the five days for it, and happiness is just around the corner. Hell, if you don't want to wait the five days, who cares? Buy the damn thing off the street. Just buy a lot of handguns. It's a great alternative to working problems out and can be considered a population controller. Yes, handguns. They just might make you famous.